Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, God of Israel, I am that I am, ancient of days. We love you, Father, and we thank you for your beloved Son, Yeshua Jesus, the Passover Lamb of God, who takes away Israel's sins, the sins of the world, who heals all disease and destroys the work of the devil, who is Alpha and Omega, who is the Lion of the tribe of Judah, who is the Captain of the hosts of the armies of heaven, who is the Prince of Peace, who is the Lord of Sabbath. Hallelujah. And he is also the great intercessor. We thank you, Yeshua, that you are praying for each one of us. You're praying for our families. You're praying for our children. You're praying for America, Israel, the church and the nations to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And you have asked us to pray like we've never prayed before, to repent like we've never repented before, to reach the lost. There is such a harvest, saints. And the Father has said that will you be a laborer in his harvest? Because the harvest is ripe, but the labors are few. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you'll bring people to each one of us every day so that we may pray healing, salvation, and deliverance to reach the lost. It's very sad, saints, because there's two lines, one line going up to heaven and one line going down to hell. The line going down to hell is much larger than the line going down up to heaven. And this is sad because we need to reach the lost. There was a young Hispanic girl, and she had a vision of hell. And she saw Michael Jackson in hell. And I was saddened because I know that young man was abused as a young man. And what happened is he became an abuser. This is what happens when those that are abused do not receive deliverance from the demonic spirit of abuse. The cycle of abuse continues. So we must break the cycle of abuse over our children over our family. There's, there are families where there's been generational abuse. And I spoke to a beloved one today, and she told me about this family. And there's been abuse in this family. And so we had to pray together to break the generational curse of abuse off the family so that the children could be set free and not be hurting anymore. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. So right now, whoever's been abused, we pray healing in mind, healing in body, healing in soul, healing in spirit, healing in emotions. Send ministering angels to minister to all who've been abused, those who've been dealt with sexual trafficking. We ask you, Lord, to expose it, put it into sexual trafficking, but to heal all those who've been put through such terrible uh, episodes of abuse through sexual trafficking and those who've been abused by priests. There were many priests in hell as well. Oh, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So Father, we are in the time that Yeshua said, good is evil, evil is good. And we must come to a place of repentance from the least to the greatest. If the Lord could take a wicked nation like Nineveh and a prophet who did not want to show and bring them to repentance from the least to the greatest. You can do it in America. You can do it in Israel. You can do it in the church. And you can do it in the nations. And yes, we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Comforter, the Advocate, the Spirit of Truth to lead us and guide us, teach us, instruct us 
Anoint us and empower us and use us as ambassadors of love. Holy Spirit, I ask you to put your words in my mouth. The message for today is, Where are the shepherds? Ezekiel 34. Where are the shepherds? Ezekiel 34. Saints, we are going to read about the Lord's anger towards those who did not feed the flock. And I'm here to say right now that there are too many pastors that are too busy in their programs, in their fundraising, and not out there being a voice of comfort, of healing, of salvation, of deliverance to those who are hurting. The church should be not only a house of prayer, but a house of healing, where those who have been wounded can come in and receive the love from the Father, receive the love from the Son, receive the love from the Holy Spirit. But so often, you go into the church, you have an hour or two service, it's all pretty much the same, and then everyone says goodbye. No one is there to, to embrace each other. There are no individual prayers. And this is very wrong because there are those who need individual prayers. There should be a prayer team at every single church so that after service, those who are appointed and anointed to pray for people so that they can come and receive deliverance from the wounds of their past. They can receive breakthrough from the satanic attacks. They can be set free from generational bondage. And this must be done at every church service. And I'm speaking to you pastors. You must be the shepherds to feed the flock. And you need to feed the flock the word of God. Not just about raising money. Not just about giving money for your church. Because you don't have to manipulate the Holy Spirit. It is written in Malachi 3. It says, prove me if I will not open up the doors of heaven and pour out blessings. Yes, we must give. But what we need to do is say, Holy Spirit, where shall I give? How much shall I give? And he will direct it. And we don't need to manipulate it and say, if you give $1,000, you'll get a special blessing. No, that is wrong. Remember the story of the woman with the might. She gave all that she had. So we break off the spirit of mammon. The Lord says, you cannot, you cannot follow too. If you follow mammon, you're not following the Lord. And there's too much mammon in the church. There's too much religion in the church. Pastors, if you don't have the Holy Spirit leading you, guiding you, instructing you, you'll be led by a religious spirit. And that spirit just wants to control you and everyone else. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Invite the Holy Spirit into the message. Invite the Holy Spirit into the worship. Invite the Holy Spirit into the service. And yes, remember what it says. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, we have victory over the enemy. This is not just for the evangelists. We must testify. We must pray with people. Prophets Joyce and I were in Cancun, and hundreds received Yeshua Jesus, Jesus Christos, as Lord and Savior, because they were looking to receive love. It's like looking for love in all the wrong directions. But when the Holy Spirit comes in and touches a heart, and all I would say is Jesus Christo in Corazon, Jesus in your heart, and the Holy Spirit would touch them, and they begin to weep. Many of them were Catholics, but they never felt the love. They only felt the religion. So the question is, what are you doing as a shepherd? And are you opening your church 
Even our wonderful president, Donald Trump, has said churches are essential. And if they're going to open up marijuana places and abortion centers and every other wicked thing, the time is to open your church. Yes, because the lost are not going on Zoom lines. The lost are not looking on the internet. The lost are being reached by us doing exactly what Jesus did, reaching people one at a time, giving them the message that Jesus is Lord and Savior. And when they invite Yeshua Jesus into their heart to be Lord and Savior, when they believe that he died on the cross for each one of us and on the third day rose from the dead, is now seated at the right hand of the Father. And as we repent of every sin we ever did, every sin we ever did, and turn away from following mammon, and turn away and repent for any unforgiveness that we have, because the Lord says, as you forgive, you are forgiven. And for a critical spirit and a competitive spirit, so many within the body of Messiah are competing with each other. And if someone has a stronger anointing, they get offended. But we are called together in unity in love, the foot can argue with the hand. It's not that one is better than another. We need all the gifts coming together as the bride of Yeshua. And as we repent of these sins, as we forgive every person who hurt us, as we forgive ourselves, we are forgiven. We are born again, filled with the Holy Spirit of God to receive salvation, healing, and deliverance. Also to receive what is called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes, it is written in the word, John baptized in water. But Yeshua has come to baptize in the Holy Spirit and fire in the evidence of tongues. My beloved children, I am the Holy Spirit of God. I am the Spirit of truth. I am the power within the Godhead. And yes, if I was good enough for Yeshua Jesus, I am good enough for you. But I will not invade your space. I will only move by invitation. So when you invite me, the Holy Spirit, to be your teacher, I shall teach you. When you invite me to be your comforter, I will comfort you. When you ask me to strengthen you, I will strengthen you. When you ask me to give you deeper understanding of the word and how to apply it in your life. I will open your spiritual eyes that you will see what you need to see. Your ears will be open to hear my voice, the voice of the Father and the voice of the Master. We are one. Too many are trying to do it on their own. And that's why so many are being beat up. So many are being hurt by the enemy because they do not have the protection of the Holy Spirit. And when you're praying in your language of tongues, it is great power because I perfect your prayers. So when you're under attack, I can release the breaker anointing that destroys every yoke. I can dispatch the mighty angels that will set you free and you will be given the peace that I give you, the peace that surpasses understanding. Yes, I am real. Too many don't even know I exist. This saddens the Father and it saddens the Master. Because when you read John 14, Yeshua said clearly, I go to my Father, and I will send to you the Comforter, the Advocate, the Spirit of Truth, who shall teach you all things. Read the Word, then you will know that I am real. 
So the time is now to invite me in your decisions and in your life. And when you do, you will experience breakthrough. You will experience blessings. You will experience greater peace, greater joy, greater love, greater intimacy with your relationship with Jesus, me, and the Father. Because now we have full reign working in you and through you. And this is how you'll be able to reach many that are lost. This is what Evangelist Stephen does and Prophet Joyce, wherever they go. It doesn't matter if Stephen's on the phone and praying with someone from the bank. It doesn't matter because he is willing to share the love of the Father, the love of the Master, and me, the Holy Spirit. Are you willing to let people know that our love is real? Are you willing to open your mouth and lead them in a prayer of healing, salvation, and deliverance? Are you willing to be bold enough to resist the devil and not listen to his lies? Are you willing to trust us and not allow fear to come in? Churches, are you willing to open up so that we can come in and you can see sign wonders and miracles? Read the book of Acts. How often they were told not to speak and they would not listen. And when they did proclaim the good news, even at the point of being in prison, I set them free. So fear not, for I am with you. All will make a choice who they will follow. You either will follow the Father, you will follow the Master, Jesus, and me, the Holy Spirit, or man. Either the fear of God or the fear of man. What is your choice? Remember, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. Fearing God is reverence. It's being holy, for our Father, God, is holy. And we expect our children to have greater reverence and honor the Father, the God of Israel, to honor Yeshua Jesus, who was willing to take the shame of the cross for each one of you, to bring you into the realm of our presence. There is no way could you ever come in. And when our children say, well, I've done good, and I say to you, your goodness could never come in the presence of a holy God. Read from the Old Testament. There was always a sacrifice. And Aaron, the high priest, had to take the blood first for him and then Israel. And you now have a high priest, Yeshua Jesus, in the order of Melchizedek, who was sinless. It is his blood that brings you into this relationship with a holy God. So repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. This rebellion that we are watching now is totally wrong, and it is a shame that our church has been so silent in the midst of this rebellion. The voice of the enemy has been louder than the voice of the church. We are very pleased when we saw President Donald Trump who was speaking and the master Jesus was behind him as he gave his speech. He is he given much help and he prays often and he's on his knees asking for my guidance and it is being given. Are you going on your knees? Are you repenting? Are you asking for help? If you are, it shall be not. It will be given to you. It will not be withheld. So the time is now for the church to arise and say enough is enough and to pray with the power that we give you to bind up all rebellion, to bind up all wickedness, to call for the mighty angels to make war on the enemy. We can remove all rebellion in a moment's time 
but we are watching. You are being tested to determine who you will follow and serve. As Stephen has said, the lines are very, un the lines going up and the lines going down. As he has said, the lines go up to heaven, the lines go down to hell, and there's too many going down to hell. And this saddens the master Jesus, it saddens the father, and it saddens me. And this is why we ask you to reach the lost and pray for them and let them experience our love and we will set them free if you're willing to pray and allow me to pray through you. But I can only do this if you ask me and then I will bring people to you and I'll put the words in your mouth. Remember what it says, do not think of what to say in that day for I will put my words in your mouth. So just know the time is now to choose to follow the Father, Jesus, and me, the Holy Spirit, our love and blessings. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that message. Oh, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Saints, let us turn right now to Ezekiel 34, because this is the message. Where are the shepherds? And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God to the shepherds, Woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You eat the fat and clothe yourselves with the wool. You slaughter the fatlings, but you do not feed the flock. The weak you have not strengthened, nor have you healed those who were sick, nor bound up the broken, nor brought back what was driven away, nor sought what was lost. But with force and cruelty you have ruled them. So they were scattered because there were no shepherds or pastors, and they became food for all the beasts of the field. That's the enemy where they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and every high hill. Yes, my flock was scattered over the whole face of the earth, and no one was seeking or searching them for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, says the Lord God, surely, because my flock became a prey, and my flock became food for every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd, nor did my shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and did not feed my flock. Therefore, O shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, because, behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my flock at their hand. I will cause them to cease feeding the sheep, and the shepherds shall feed themselves no more. For I will deliver my flock from their mouths, that they may no longer be food for them. And as you hear the phone ringing in the background, that's just the enemy trying to create interference. And that's what he's been doing in the church. That's what he's been doing. The Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. We rebuke you, Satan. We know one thing. Greater is the Lord in us than he that is of the world. Verse 11. 
For thus says the Lord God, Indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out, as a shepherd seeks out his flock. On the day he is among his scattered sheep, so will I seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloudy and dark day. And I'll bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land. Hallelujah. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, in the valleys, and all the inhabited places of the country. Hallelujah. All of Israel will be saved. And I will feed them in good pastures, and their fold shall be on the high mountains of Israel. There they shall lie down in a good fold and feed in the rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock. I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. Hallelujah. That's why the Lord does not want Israel divided. And we say to this peace deal of the century, it is over. Father, I ask you to speak to President Trump whom you've chosen, and Prime Minister Netanyahu, that you do not want Jerusalem divided, you do not want Israel divided, and put an end to this. Peace, peace, when there is no peace. They made a covenant with hell. It shall not be established. 16, and I will seek what was lost and bring back what was driven away. Bind up the broken, strengthen what was sick, but I will destroy the fat and the strong and feed them in judgment. See, that's what we must be doing, pastors, this is what we are meant to do, is to pray for the broken, to receive healing, salvation, and deliverance. Verse 17, And as for you, O my flock, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I shall judge between sheep and sheep, between rams and goats. The Lord is separating, saints. The churches that are all about the money and the mammon and are not feeding his sheep, they will close down, repent, and turn back and make sure that you are doing what the Lord has asked you to do by the Holy Spirit. Verse 18, it is too little for you to have eaten up the good pasture that you must tread down with your feet the residue of your pasture and to have drunk of the clear waters that you must foul the residue with your feet. And as for my flock, they eat what you have trampled this is giving them bad word with your feet, and they drink what you have fouled with your feet. You must give the pure word of God. You must declare abortion is murder. You must declare that a gay marriage is an abomination. You're too busy because you're afraid you might lose your finances, church. Wake up! Verse 20, Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I myself will judge between the fat and the lean sheep. Because you have pushed with side and shoulder, butted all the weak ones with your horns, and scattered them abroad, therefore I will save my flock, and they shall no longer be a prey, and I will judge between sheep and sheep, and I will establish one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them, my servant David, that's Yeshua, son of David, he shall feed them and be their shepherd, he is the good shepherd, read Psalm 23. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David, Yeshua, a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will make a covenant of shalom, peace with them, 
and cause wild beasts to cease from the land, and they will dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. I will make them in the places all around my hill a blessing, and I will cause showers to come down in their season. There shall be showers of blessings. Then the trees of the field shall yield their fruit, and the earth shall yield her increase. They shall be safe in their land, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Remove the enemies in Israel and America and in all the nations. When I have broken the bands of their yoke and deliver them from the hand of those who enslave them. Verse 28. And they shall no longer be a prey for the nations, nor shall beasts of the land devour them, but they shall dwell safely and no one shall make them afraid. Hallelujah. No more attacks from Gaza. Verse 20. I'll raise up for them a garden of renown, and they shall no longer be consumed with hunger in the land, nor bear the shame of the nations any more. Thus they shall know that I, the Lord their God, am with them, and they, the house of Israel, are my people, says the Lord God. You are my flock, the flock of my pastor. You are men and I am your God, says the Lord God. And that is why we must pray for the salvation of Israel. Lord, pour your spirit of grace and supplication, Zechariah 12.10, upon the house of Israel, that they will see Yeshua pierced, weep, and say, yes, I receive you, Yeshua, as Messiah, as Lord. Hallelujah. Afata, open their eyes to see Yeshua. Afata, Open their ears to hear his voice. Let them hear the voice of Moses. One shall come after me, and him shall you listen. His name is Yeshua. And yes, according to Ezekiel thirty-six twenty-six, Give to the house of Israel and the body of Messiah and all of your children the Father's heart, a heart of love. Write your Torah upon our hearts. Inscribe your word upon our minds. Cleanse us from willful sin and hidden faults. May the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Again, the message for today is, where are the shepherds? So this is a warning from the Lord. This is for all of us. We will be all held responsible. Remember what the Lord says, when I was hungry, did you feed me? When I was naked, did you clothe me? Did you visit me in prison? So we must be ambassadors of love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his glorious face upon you and fill you with everlasting, eternal shalom.